0: welcome back to move the bowl please wow i think celebrating the little things makes life eh, more bearable so congratulations to us for making it to four episodes this is monumental this is big this is different this has never been done before this is totally unique and special and thanks for being part of it Um, wow, y'all, I had a day, I had a very long day, uh, I woke up at 6 a.m. today, for no reason, for no goddamn reason, but I woke up and that's a blessing. And immediately after being awake, I realized, um, yeah. I love black people so much. I love the spirit that black folk, especially black Americans have. It's so pure, it's so brave, it's so bold and Money Long killed that song, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry if you haven't heard that song by Money Long at this point, I, I can only imagine your life be missing a lot of things that song made for me was made for us uh anyway before i start to really wax poetic uh this episode is going to be touching upon something that black americans and many other indigenous and oppressed groups have Way too much knowledge on and way too much experience with, and regardless still manage to be creative and bold and unique, and forge their own unique imprint in the world and it's It's only through their sheer allegiance to life that we get to experience the beauty of art and culture and food and language and and fun vibes. I mean, where 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 would where would American culture be without the unapologetic and brave, I've already said that word. What's another word? And the just the pure essence of what transformation um of renewal of courage of brand new and never done before never seen before brilliant <laughs> Just, just so many things about black American culture that are present in so many other cultures that have survived the oppressive boot of imperialism and colonialism and anti-blackness, just anti, uh, anti-resistance. It, uh, it's, it's awesome awesome in the word itself you know that it it induces awe but anyway let's let's scale it back let's run it back you know how we get over here we get excited we get really turnt (laughs) what do the young kids say we get turnt um but this episode is inspired by something that i kind of got really caught up with um a while back not too long ago but a, a couple of weeks ago and i found my notebook that i lost i was so scared i lost my notebook where i had put these really cool concepts down and i found it again and it's like it's like you know when you lose something but then like it was right underneath your nose the entire time it's kind of like that it's like wow like i was suffering but now i'm brought back to life amen um so there is this really maladaptive and just shitty um, attempt that a lot of you know dominant and oppressive powers do where they try to co-opt and dawn upon themselves the aesthetic and the image of those who they oppress it's really really creepy um and and it's not new you know um going back to birth of a nation uh, a film that was created in the United States um, in the early 20th century and thus kind of reinvigorated the Ku Klux Klan within the country. Um, The American project has so many instances of the dominant uh, oppressive group trying to portray their subjects... Uh, in a way that they can only comprehend, right? It's it's half-baked, it's paranoic, if that's even a word. It's, uh, you know, it's not based in anything but their own twisted fantasies. And something that really also is quintessentially American is at this present point in time horror horror uh, of all shapes and sizes but specifically race horror Um, and race horror is not always a narrative fiction there are depictions and re um, repeating patterns of dominant groups just having a basically almost like a sacral kind of reverement for images and depictions and representations of savage gore um, put upon the bodies of people that they deem or assume to be either, you know, deserving of that violence or completely innocent of that violence. And it's a really like it's a mind fuck. It's a mind. It's a mind. Um, like, what is it? It's it's a mind twister, almost because it's it's like trying to say that um, we know or we are the ones who are targeted, but at the same time we hold the power to make sure that we'll never be the ones who are harmed and we will make sure to put our boot on your neck to make you remember that but we're scared and we're the ones who are being targeted it's a really backwards logic but it's been used so effectively by the empire that it's it, it it doesn't even register for most people and I started to kind of notice that through watching a couple YouTubers talk about um horror, specifically race horror, um and also uh splatter films. I just I just rewatched it in full with full attention. A really great video um by a really great YouTuber that I will link i'm gonna start linking my citations y'all i swear to god i swear i will one of these days my mind is a labyrinth (laughs) but okay uh let's let's start from 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 point a (laughs) we 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 we, we be running away from the point over here (laughs) so i think part of the reason why i was thinking about this concept of horror and the um the way that it's gripped the the west um and the demographics who appreciate media and film uh i think mainly it's through like obviously the sheer shock that you can get from watching horror the thrill right um especially like early films early films depicted fantastical and and mainly like underdeveloped concepts for the uh public um most people you know going to the movie theater was very expensive and it was also a type of media that had been so scandalizing and and you know very uh abrasive to the traditional person you know like first of all images photography as a concept itself was met with a lot of pushback like any other kind of um medium or art form but then moving images moving pictures that's even more devilish (laughs) you know what i mean so for a long time um you know, away from the Christian concept of life and what is and isn't sinful. The theater and the movies became a space that started off in a very secular and um, unchristian lens, Um, but they still explored concepts that Christians and a lot of other religious people very much, which was the majority of the American populace um these films still explored themes that christians were very you know adept with right uh the bible is a horror story if anyone dares to really try uh to argue against that please i would love to see it but the bible itself has depictions of every kind of horrible thing and it's punk rock it's punk rock and the fact that that you know specific religion is the foundation of a country like America is extremely fitting but at the same time it's it's brought and it's understood with so much you know like it's it's so uh, it's so ubiquitous that it becomes like air right Uh, you can't see the air in front of you that's how normalized and that's how um, uninteresting it is so for most people who are starting to go to watch films and watch movies these things are not really as scandalizing as they might have been um but the way that they're depicted outside of the christian context gives it that novelty right um so this also coincides with the industrial complex um capitalism really taking its its grossest form as as we see as it is now and oh and so at this point we're seeing capitalism and the industrial complex really taking its final form and reaching its final, you know, or its near final stages. Um, The beginning of the end, (laughs) as you could say. And so with that comes the obvious blues, you know, that are felt by all kinds of Americans. The, The blues starts to take shape and people are no longer as trusting of the concepts and faiths that they grew up with people have questions people are really no longer stuck with the option of having to be religious having to be um devoted to a life of piety and uh, you know uh self-righteousness in the eyes of god now people are exploring and delving into what it means to be a human being and part of that is through the exploration of the unknown what gives us fear what makes us scared and most of that is usually with 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 some exceptions uh, related to the body right um i watched a video uh, a while back too from uh, this other really great youtuber who was talking about the film the piano teacher we're skipping we're skipping (laughs) we're skipping we're going all the way up into i think this film was released in the early 2000s i want to say and this movie, I'm, I'm a, if I remember it correctly, it kind of was based around um, maybe the 90s, uh, maybe late 80s, I want to say latest, in France where there's this woman who is a piano teacher and she is very miserable. Although she's a very talented, uh, pianist, she was never able to live up to the dreams of her mother who was extremely cold and mean. And the film itself is super dark, um, and the way that it's been received through, you know, most of the West is as, uh, an empirical masterpiece, right? Um it also depicts a version of womanhood that people have never really even considered to exist. But considering that the main character definitely is exhibiting some kind of mental illness, her demeanor and her way of being is in total congruency with that, right? Um, And it kind of also touches upon this um this concept of there being a specific way to be as a person right that even though she really wants to be normal she can't be and that tortures her um and that kind of also happens somewhat with um the passion of the christ which that is the the video that really inspired me that I just watched just now i- I watched that after i watched that after after smoking sound that was that was an experience I was locked in um but yeah, this other really big blockbuster film this this film like probably was the highest grossing domestic release in the United States and it was released in two thousand and four right so Thinking about the time in 2004, the the implications of this film, the scandals surrounding this film, the fact that it was supposed to be in um, the traditional languages of Greek and Aramaic without any subtitles. Can can y'all imagine Americans in 2004 going to a film that wasn't in English without subtitles? that literally sounds fake <laughs> but it happened and you know it's about jesus the most uh you know famous person in america right um but he's also a tortured person he's perfect but he's tortured because he's imperfect because he's on the planet earth <laughs> it's like i mentioned before a mind fuck he's god but he's dying but he lives again, there's a lot of really dramatic, you know, paradox, uh, paradoxes, paradox I, paradoxes, yeah, paradoxes, (laughs) there's a lot of, like, things that don't make sense, but that have to make sense, right, for the space and time that it was released in, and so that video, I highly recommend people watch who really, really want to hear someone talk at length about if jesus really was a person and the implications of that and how it was depicted in that film uh i have religious drama (laughs) so i watched that partially in a way to to interpret what another american person thought about this film and uh full disclosure i never watched the passion of the christ I don't remember really watching it properly, mainly because it's not appropriate for children. It's an R-rated film, and it's probably the best Christian film ever made, probably because of that fact. Um, And also the other reasons why it's so good is because it betrays the character of Jesus so much, and that's why American audiences flocked to it at like unprecedented numbers. So the country, you know, in question, the United States of America, has never found an opportunity to miss, to watch body horror. From its inception, from its beginning, it was sown with the seeds of people, of human beings, of the flesh and blood and sweat and pain and tears and teeth and toes and hair—all uh, of the all of the sacred parts and all of the most vulnerable pieces of a human being were used to create the behemoth that is the United States and. The fact that The Passion of the Christ, the most grotesque and gory film ever released domestically in that country, the fact that that was the movie that has not been topped in sales or historically has never been recreated, very poetic to me. Um, And it's poetic not only in the, you know, what's the in the diagnosis of the spiritual health of that country but also as you know a clear indication of where it came from and where it's most likely going i think the weirdest part about a country like the united states is how badly they react to um, the clear, you know, consequences of their own actions, right? Um, like, I don't live in the United States, I live in Canada, but we might as well be america like. And the biggest differences between us is this state that I live on, this piece of land um, that is indigenous land, but this piece of it never relinquished its ties to its mother colony right to its metropole so in terms of America as a concept it is much it's it's down the line of colonial fantasy but it's it's also in at the exact same time a cautionary tale right but even down to the way that media is formed and creative and then you know expelled out into the world um there will never be a, another golden age there will never be another um recapturing of that lightning that happened throughout the most of the 20th century in America and that's just because of the demographics and the and the vast change in trends of consumerism and the economy um america and the rest of its copycat states are no longer homogenous there's no longer a quintessential all-american person anymore and anyone who tries to really hold on to that concept is a dinosaur at this point um and that's not bad new stories need to come out of new times We can't continue to keep telling the same stories without change, right? We'll just keep making, you know, Riverdales. (laughs) So Get Out was a very, very special film. Uh, We've skipped another decade um, right after the Passion of the Christ to Get Out. And Get Out is a film by a black director talking about the black experience as a black American in America. And the invisible forces that go against him as a person um, on the basis of his uh, blackness, of his maleness, of his, you know, threat to the homogenous society that is America, right? Um, And it exploded. It, it It revolutionized most of television and film. It really gave way to so many new interesting and complex stories that were stifled and, you know, kept out of view for most of the witnessing world right and america is a country that lives off the currency of attention it cannot exist it cannot perform as itself without it believing that everyone is watching it and it makes everyone watch it so now this hit film from the place full of white people has a film in a genre that was so unsophisticated when dealing with black Americans now there's a specific beautiful beautiful might be a weird term for get out but it's it's a very well done depiction of what it's like to be an oppressed person in a cannibalistic state but anyway after that there's continual additions to the you know western diet that are from foreign lands right we have afrobeat we have k-pop we have um the the you know the integration of latin american or no sorry not latin american but of latin um musicians right and this is only music we have an abundance of immigration from so many different countries speaking so many different languages and having so many different cultures um all emerging from countries nation states that were once you know uh, completely controlled by um foreign powers like the united states but now have been slowly but surely relinquishing themselves from that grip and starting to take part of the race that is um human progression So there's many things happening. Many things are starting to change, you know. And aesthetically, there is no longer a homogenous audience who are only hungry for one kind of, you know, thing. The the appetite has diversified. And girl, we love it over here. (laughs) We love it over here. (laughs) And y'all love it over here. Yeah, y'all love it over here. Get Out was such a freaking insane movie, dude. I remember literally watching it with friends and we were all just screaming our heads off out of just sheer like, you know, release for seeing a story by a black person that feels normal, that feels real. Um what a moment. What a moment to have been alive, you know. And so now the attention that has brought a country like America so much value and so much uh you know what's the word um rewards that attention is now being given by people who look like me and other people who look like someone else from another country um, that isn't Caucasian that isn't white supremacist in nature. Now the attention is being split many different ways and the pie is shared more equitably by more kinds of people. And it's happening at a speed that is not, it's not really rocking. It's not, Mark ain't rocking with that speed. <laughs> uh, Yeah, they are not liking it, but do 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 is that our problem is is that our problem it's truly not because don't 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 get mad at me but we are in the age of the we are in the age of Aquarius we are in the age of Aquarius and Aquarius Um, yeah, so we are in the age of Aquarius and that in itself, if you are someone who follows the stars, <clears throat> that in itself is a indication of enlightenment, um, of scientific progression and of change. Um, and it started and occurred in 0 AD and is now going to take its full, you know, cycle in 2100 something. Now, I don't know what 2100 is going to look like. I'm glad I won't be there. But in terms of the age that we are in astrologically, it actually is a moment of you know of enlightenment of another door opening for the uh journey of human life of of the human species 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 um to acquire another you know step into its future form and so for there to be such a reckoning near the end because we are close to the end of this age um that's totally in like we're going we're going everything's going according to plan everything's going according to plan um if we look at the stars uh and you know ancient people have always looked at the stars um not only for help to understand themselves but the world around them and so I thought that was so crazy. (laughs) That was insane. But um, yeah, that just proves to me that even though the powers of oppression and um, of authoritarianism, of uh, conservatism try to impede the hands of justice, um, there will never be anything that can stop progression and so they had to let they had to let it go they had to give it to us well what were they going to do keep making stupid ass movies keep making die hard we can only make so many fast and furious films like we need to let it breathe we need to let it breathe um yeah and i think the biggest confusion that some people have had with films like get out and with more um, you know, developments within art and music and any kind of political uh, advancement is the confusing nature of what it means to be a victim horror is a genre where we watch people who we probably wouldn't want to see go or to see them go through tragedy but we accept for some reason and it's justified through their archetypes right it's usually there's a goth you know that's the deviant person we have the jock that's the idiot we have the virgin and then we have the the skeptic you know there are versions of victimhood that we accept, and we accept them because of the context that we've been put in for the majority of the consciousness of a, of a concept like America, right? And the fact that America has the monopoly on the stories and the legends and myths that we have now, girl, just know it's going to be some bullshit, <laughs> Just know, just know it's going to be some bullshit. And it's through that lens that really has led me to kind of further understand why we live in a place and time where we can see the clear injustice, the clear problems, the clear message that, we're, that we need to learn, but somehow refuse to put into practice, right? Sorry, y'all, my throat. My throat was dry. <laughs> uh, yeah, because if you live in a country that shares many of its values with uh, the United States, then of course, you know, if you're Muslim, if you're black, you have to die first in the movie. Are you crazy? <laughs> You must be sacrificed immediately. Um, And it don't matter if you're a good or bad character. It doesn't matter if you're someone who is worth or who not even worth, but it doesn't matter how valuable you are to the team. It doesn't matter how sensible you are. You will be taken out first immediately and that is also reflected in real life, right? We as a society, and, and for those of us who have the eyes to see it, the sacrifice, the unnecessary sacrifice of black and brown lives before any other lives is repeated to us without fail. Traditionalists will try and scare you Um, and people like Candace Owens would try to scream at you and say, stop being a victim. Stop feeling like you are allowed or that you should feel comfortable in your specific oppression. And I just, and I wonder for these people if they themselves have ever allowed themselves, like if they've ever given themselves a moment to feel okay about being a low-wack ass bitch. And that's and I'm being so serious. Like everyone has flaws. Everyone has blinders. And that's part of the human experience, but I don't know if these people have ever co- have ever come to terms with accepting themselves as that, right? These people who have such a problem with being a person who gets hurt often never seek help. They never seek help that actually is meant to heal. They seek for alternative versions of history. They seek for, you know, slim and thin arguments to kind of... I don't know appease themselves for the world that they think is is actually what it is you know um it's really sad it's really sad to see people deny themselves of the humanity that they should have which is that there's nothing wrong with being someone who gets beaten up and tricked and you know there's nothing wrong with being caught within the lies and within the within the uh you know the deceit of the of the colonial state. You know. Candace, you you, you are a token black person. And it's okay that you don't know that. It's okay and that's the nicest thing i'll ever say about that lady ever again (laughs) but yeah the real perversion that occurs in these situations is sorry the real perversion that occurs in these specific instances is the obfuscation of who really is and isn't being persecuted um you know, persecuted also in the sense of uh, who's actually putting their lives on the line for what they believe. As much as people want to scream and cry about being canceled, they never truly... Those pesky people never truly get canceled, do they? They always find the way back. But I know there have been reports of people who have lost their livelihoods, their jobs, their entire, well, lives for standing for the truth and no one knows that better than jesus you know so i think there's something really just there's a lot of missing links for how we understand this concept of horror and what it means to truly be like deserving of empathy and grace and, you know, compassion, human compassion. So with that being said about the history, you know, the little bit of the history of the the aesthetic uh, representations of horror, um, horror is also used as a, as a vehicle to explain the, things of the world that we probably also don't understand the things that we fear it it aims to give an answer to that um the history knowledge um sorry the history the economic and societal um, ramifications of racial injustice um are really too big to really get into this episode (laughs) maybe next time but uh it's the misinformation and the malinformation that really impedes the hands of justice right there's a reason why justice is blind and that's because them founding fathers plucked that bitch's eyes out (laughs) It's, it's 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 so interesting how these like side note, but it's so interesting how these depictions of like, you know, values are always kind of like modified to help the empire. I always find that interesting. But one thing that I would say is look and listen for the co-opting of, um, you know, elements and characteristics Uh, of the oppressed within the dominant oppressor group, right? A lot of people who are, you know, going to be covert um, about their hatred will often try to blanket themselves in some sort of comfortable narrative, right? Um, Basically wolf in sheep's clothing those people will really portray themselves as people who are martyrs and people who are being persecuted with no end and, and people or a a group of people who are so uniquely chosen to suffer. Um, It's, 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 you know, it's, it's been entirely, uh, you know, what is it? Elucidated. I've been thinking about that word all day. I love that word so much elucidated by these same groups of people who claim to be, uh, you know, anti woke, you know, that they always have to cry about how everyone hates them for some reason. And it's always everyone's fault. It can never be them. Um, by making it hard to distinguish between the ones who are on the side of the people, you know, on the side of the oppressed, of the weak, of of, of the fallen, and for those who are on the side of, you know, the oppressor, by making it hard to um, make the difference between the two, um, it really makes it difficult for us to start to imagine beyond what the two dichotomies that we've been given to live life through you know are right um and like audrey lord said we cannot use the master's tool the master's tools to kind of undo his house we have to go past that we have to go beyond that right and so i would say that within the the conclusion that we might have to give ourselves is that there is no single face of evil right um human beings can't do things on their own there has to be a coalition of people who want to make these things happen whether they know what they're doing or not they have to work together to make it so um In the exact same way, we as people who are oppressed, we also have to find the interconnected nature of all of our collective experiences. Most people who have been oppressed share very similar stories. And it's only until we come together that we're able to identify each other and find community and ultimately tear down the empire, right? Um, But we need to do it before it's too late. You know, and right now uh, it is January 20th of 2024. And it seems as though Gaza is still within a terrible place right now. But there will be... A change and it will stop and that's through the collaboration of countries like South Africa and um, through the push that so many people across the world have been doing through protesting and action and education and it's through a, a global South finally having the space and time to rise for itself on its own terms outside of the scope of their overseers of ancient time and learning from their oppressors mistakes in order to reckon and and bring truth into the world once more and so I think one thing we can't really forget is that the empire lives off of blood and senseless violence and that shouldn't be an aspirational model for the new world. You know, we have to find our own unique ways and authentic versions of truth and challenge the status quo just like Christ did, just like every single other thought leader did before him and after him. Uh, Because those who challenge the status quo will never be able to survive in it. They will always be eliminated, but their legacy will live on. And the art that will be made, the stories that will be told, the technologies that will be made and the advancements in human life will persist as we continue to be a species that has survived for this long. Um, Our attention now more than ever is so important for history. Um, And it has the potentiality to really push forward even more equitable and sustainable human you know, human, uh, behavior, uh, through, you know, us as people now, being aware, being conscious, um, and being, you know, uh, cautious and conscious, um, of the mistakes of the past, we'll be able to be the teachers, be the politicians, be the engineers, be the scientists, be the, fil- be the filmmakers, be the you know, musicians who will continue to sing the human song and continue the you know, species. There's actually this really, really great concept that I heard about recently about the bonobo monkeys or the bonobo chimpanzees Uh, yeah yeah I think that's what they're called after this I'll be done but (laughs) there's this really cool story about them about how essentially they're a group of chimpanzees that started as kind of like a fringe group throughout the evolutionary um you know generations of the the species they were a specific kind of chimpanzee that were not as aggressive and patriarchal and oppressive as their fellow chimpanzees and they slowly but surely started to gain more and more presence and prowess um prowess meaning like uh you know popularity And and the pack started to really grow and become influential. And that was mainly through their nonviolent ways, right? Uh, The women would only really mate with men who were gentle and caring and thoughtful. Um, The ones who were violent and impulsive and unforgiving and vengeful were not mated with. The alpha males were not picked. And that that probably really scares the girls because <laughs> they just want to get chose, you know? And the only way to really continue living life as human beings, as the way that we should live life, is by choosing love, by choosing to be open, by choosing to learn, and by choosing to not be... To not be a fake ass bitch to not pretend to be something that we're not and black folk have never had that opportunity and look at how beautiful and amazing they are and so many other groups who have decided to stay to, to stay true to their roots and to their authentic selves um, whether they be black or not it's obvious but I thought that was really, I I be thinking about stuff, you know, and and I love horror film um, as a genre, but also as a space to think about these things. So yes, um, thank y'all for sticking around. This one was a bit of a of, of, of a wordy one. This was wordy, wordy McWordtown over here. Um, but I'm so glad that. I got to release this because this was something that I had been really wanting to talk about. Um, And let me know if you have ever seen The Passion of the Christ or Get Out. And I don't know, let me know your thoughts about either or. Uh, Don't forget to like, subscribe, and keep being you and slay the boots down honey (laughs) all right i'll see y'all